Good morning. Now sitting in the stressless in studio with us is Ben's chief of police, Mike Krantz. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you. Very nice to have you here today. Appreciate that very much. Appreciate it. So a few topics that we want to cover here with you this morning. Um, One is the new Hide, Lock, Take initiative. What is that? So essentially, that's a program that was developed in our department um, by one of our officers who uh, saw a rise. And I think what we've talked about previously is really our property crimes, our thefts from vehicles. Um, Huge issue here. People tend to leave valuables in the cars here. It's a safe community. So they feel their valuables may be safe left in their car. We have reports of wallets left on seats, computers left in, in bags, purses left, and leaving the cars unlocked. Uh, so our, our idea was to roll out this program and allow uh, folks maybe a little reminder in certain areas where um, there's more parking or more people tend to park their vehicles, maybe a business area, park areas, um, apartment complexes where there's more uh, groups of parking, and encourage people to either hide their items, take their items, and lock their cars. Um, just the simple steps of easy crime prevention uh, to really keep their valuables safe. What we see is, like what we've talked about before here, is that our highest crime categories are typically prop- property crimes in the city. And car thefts, or car thefts uh, theft from cars, which those typically lead to ID theft, forgery, because people go take those credit cards, they take checks, they take personal identification immediately, and go on a, a fraudulent run with it as, until the credit card gets turned off. So this kind of hits multiple areas where we're really trying to keep people safe trying to keep people's uh, credit safe and we're trying to keep their items safe by just encouraging some very small basic crime prevention. Is this a casual crime of opportunity? For the majority of time it is. What we're not seeing is a lot of broken vehicles, uh, broken windows. We really see a lot of opportunity of people leaving their things unlocked and simple things left in the car. And it's, it's, uh, it's, one of our highest reported crimes. So it's not just happening once or twice in an area. Uh, this is something that our officers uh, uh, take reports on all the time. Um, and it's limited on what we can follow up on those. It's, it's challenging to follow up. There's not a lot of witnesses in the middle of the night um, or a quick entry into a car, grab something and, and walk away. It takes seconds. Um, so we really encourage people to just take that extra minute, take their items out, if they can't take it out, at least hide it so it's not an easy opportunity, and then lock your cars. And, and that's, we encourage people to lock their houses, too. We still have people in Bend who don't lock their houses at night and, or when they leave. Yeah, yeah. my brother-in-law was like that. He was born here, lived here all his, most of his life, and, yeah, was, was that kind of guy. Um, is this something that, that a few people who are proficient at this are really carrying it out, or do you get a lot of different people that try it out? I think it's a mix of both. We have some people who certainly, this is their their targeted crime. This is what they do. Um, and then we have people who are involved in criminal activity who may do a variety of things. And when there's an opportunity and, and they are um, see something, they'll certainly take that opportunity and, and take an item. Yeah. Heather Roberts reports that in Portland, there's uh, they're getting around even those steering wheel locks that yeah, folks use. Yeah, I think uh, car theft is a problem. We've we've talked about it here the last couple of years. We've had a pretty concerted effort in our enforcement division and our investigations unit to to uh, really go after that crime. It has a huge impact on people. Uh, it often takes uh, people's only mode of transportation, impacts their getting their kids to school, getting to their jobs. So it's a lot more than what uh, just taking a car. Um, and we still have people who leave their cars, uh, keys in their car here, leave their keys uh, in their vehicle, either warming up or just in the car at night. 
that's a huge challenge for us to try and educate our community to please stop doing that. Um, it just allows, again, that opportunity for people to take something that, that uh, they shouldn't have access to. Um, and what we see, we don't see a lot of people here using uh, steering wheel locks. Um, so we don't have that uh, really measurement of whether people are overcoming those here. Uh, certainly, though, car theft is a huge problem still. <clears throat> Excuse me. It uh, continues to happen, and we just want to keep people's vehicles safe, keep their property in their own own possession, and, and not allow stolen cars to get uh, taken here. FM News 100.1, 1110KBND. We're talking to Ben Chief of Police Mike Krantz in studio this morning. Staying with cars for a moment, uh, we've had a story that we've been running this morning about street racing. Now, going with the theory that everything that's happening in Portland will come to bend, do we have a problem with, with street crimes at this point, street racing? Street racing is a problem, I think, in a lot of communities. Uh, what we're seeing in some of the bigger cities are those complete takeovers, where they take over an area, intersections, and there's a lot of violence that occurs, sometimes shootings, all kinds of issues that go on. Uh, we don't have that type of takeover issue here. Um, however, we do have uh, reports of problematic street racing occurring randomly, um, whether it's sometimes in the summers on weekends in certain areas, and we'll make a presence at some of those when they're in the city of Bend. Um, but it does continue to grow, and I think I've heard reports from community members uh, in different areas where they've seen some folks engaged in racing activities, but we haven't had takeovers like what we've seen in some of the bigger areas uh, yet, and hopefully we'll never get to that point. Um, the more tools that can be added through the legislative process for officers to really address that giant public safety issue is helpful. So the bill that's being proposed is a, a, a useful bill to try and address some of those pretty pretty significant violent issues that go on at those races. This bill that we talked about this morning would allow you to arrest spectators uh, because they're blocking or impeding uh, the police trying to get to the racers. And then also being able to to, uh, what's it called when you take their car? Confiscate? Confiscate. Confiscate their cars who are, you know, they're all tricked out and very expensive. Uh, are you th thinking those would be useful tools in your, your tool bag? Yeah, that was something um, previously when I worked in Portland, um, we had street racing issues and Portland had a code would allow you to tow the vehicles and forfeit them. And that was a really useful tool then. That code was changed. And I think what we're seeing is the need to bring that back through a legislative process that is the impact. People put a lot of money into their vehicles. Uh, they're at these street race events to show off their vehicles. And if the vehicles get towed and taken away and forfeited, that's a huge impact. Um, so as well as discouraging people from being there to encourage this behavior, encourage the violence that goes on in, in street race events. Um, and the, the public safety issue is giant. Obviously, we have cars going very high speeds in public streets. Uh, and you never know when another vehicle or passenger is going to come out from a side street, frequently those end in fatalities. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't imagine that's too much of a problem in the city limits, but we've got a lot of county roads here that, Correct. that could be used Absolutely. for that sort of thing. Um, I was confused the other day when I was traveling down 27th Street and going past Mountain View High, and I'm used to all school zones are, you know, between these hours, you're going 20 miles an hour, and that's it. But this was different. So there are different yeah. sorts of rules for different school zones. Yeah. So earlier last year, there's three types of school zone warnings now. Um, and early last year, the city of Bend added that third type. So one of them is what we're used to, the 7 to 5, 20 miles per hour on school days. And that's posted on the sign. Um, 
what that has, I think, some of the areas where people get pretty used to that. Seven to five, that's all day. They're not seeing kids, so some people tend to maybe not follow that 20 mile per hour rule quite as close. And then we have the, the signs that say when children are present, so when a driver observes children present in the area, which would be standard during school hours or school coming and going, then it's 20 miles per hour. But what we added this year were 14 areas, uh, we mean the city, uh, 14 areas where the flashing lights are posted. And those are 45 minutes typically, those lights are on prior to and after school. So there's a 45 minute period upon arrivals and departures where those lights are on. And those really put a specific time to where drivers can see there's flashing yellow lights, a little more alert that during those times where the lights are flashing, it's 20 miles per hour. So it's really more specific around when children would really be present and potentially cause an issue um, if a driver's not going 20 miles per hour. So it's a safety concern. And I don't know what the future plans are right now for expanding that, if that'll be at all areas, but that was added to 14 school zones this year. Um, so there was a little bit of change for folks, a little bit of adjustment, but it also gives people a little more of an alertness that, okay, there's lights, children are present, I really need to watch my speed and, and bring it down to 20. So those lights are activated by a clock, basically, where they're just at certain times. They're not activated by kids trying to cross the street? Correct. They're act activated on a, on a timer. Okay, so you still got to be watchful then, because I'm thinking of Mountain View High. They're going to be crossing that street on occasion, you know, school breaks, lunch breaks, whatever. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the area right there, Mountain View High, is 25 uh, outside of the 20 time, 20 miles per hour time. So it's still a, a we want people to be slow, be thoughtful, um, ensure they're looking for anyone crossing the road uh, in those areas, particularly around schools. But uh, just pay attention to those signs. The lights are really intended to help folks uh, be alert and remind that it's a school zone. All right. When children are present, that leaves it all up to the driver, doesn't it? Yep. Better be careful. Watch what you're doing. All right. Ben Police Chief Mike Krantz uh, with us here this morning. Anything coming up big on your calendar in the next 30 days? Uh, you know, we're working through the city's budget process right now for the next uh, biennium. So that's taken a lot of time. And uh, there's a lot of input from the community to city council. So uh, being part of that, we're watching a lot of legislative bills. There's a two to 3,000 legislative bills that are introduced for the next session. Um, some particularly around uh, uh, automated traffic enforcement is something that we're paying attention to right now uh, to, to determine whether we should evaluate a program to see if it really will make a public safety impact in the city. Uh, we don't have automated traffic enforcement right now. We have the legal authority to. There's a couple cities that do by legislative process, uh, but we have never put a program in place, but we will evaluate what this new bill puts out there and, and determine if it's going to make our community safer. Look forward on that discussion coming soon. Thank you. Ben Chief of Police, Mike Krantz, great to see you. Thank you. Appreciate it. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.